At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Okay. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Okay, we're back. Uh, thanks for sticking around, everybody. I know that we have cameras up front here, but you can feel free to scoot up a little bit if you like. It might feel more comfortable for the musicians. Um, okay. I'm just going to introduce you guys. This is Cricket Blue. Let's hear a round of applause for Cricket Blue.
me good, but you got me all wrong. Take it from me and the nets I have strung, even when we're all alone. I'm not. I'm bringing everything along. Desiring partner as I watched you stirring, craning onward, how could I help but start? Howling hungry at the star, the sign distorted on your chin. Dust dispersed in morning light, disclose and then depart. Thank you all for being here. Can we have another round of applause for Francesca? <laughs> After her set, I just wanted to come up here and play her songs. <laughs> and the thing that she didn't tell you where her song was featured on something was Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> which is very exciting. I don't know why she didn't want to say it. I'd shout it from the rooftops. This next song is a fairy tale type thing. Um, it's got wolves in it. And it's, yeah, exactly. Y'all yeah. out in Radio Land maybe can't hear it, but people are howling in the room. It's great. It's got an unhappy ending. It goes like this. were full of wolves, the girls tied back their hair. They covered up their hands because it gave away their age. And up and up the chimney went the smoke and the hot air. 
Made a column for the garden crows to navigate introduce the band, the Chamber Folk Band. Uh, we've got Sophia Hirsch on the violin. <laughs> Laura Markowitz on the viola and the violin. <laughs> and John Dunlop on cello. This next song is about what, uh, well, what until recently we thought was a defunct industry, um, that, of, that of milk delivery. But then Laura found out that you can still have a, a milkman if you want. I started making a lot of my own kefir, and it turns out you can get raw milk delivered right to your door. But now I'm in this awkward situation where I have this song about falling in love with my milkman. So if you now acquired a milkman, and he ever heard it. It's anyway, tough. That's this song.
each day would come and trade the battles there for fall to run upon my tongue a glass of milk will grow the bones will fix the ill and great. Thanks, thanks. Patty. <laughs> I was like, what are they going to say? Um, uh, thank you so much for playing. So you already introduced, you stole my like introductory thing where I'm like, uh, introduce the band, which is fine. But I recognize John from the VSO jukeboxes that we've done. And have either of you done either of the jukeboxes? 
Okay, not really. Um, so if you guys don't know, we do, we work with the VSO. It's hard to keep track of what you're doing. You're gigging so much. Um, so we do the VSO, uh, does a string quartet here a couple times a year. It's called VSO's Jukebox. I recommend that you check it out. It's, it's very nice. Um, so thank you guys for being here tonight. Our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, how long have you guys been a duo performing as Cricket Blue? Four, four years? Four and a half. Four and a half. Mm -hmm. Has it always been Cricket Blue, or did you have like a name that preceded that? Oh, well, wow. uh, we didn't technically have a name that preceded it, but the, the way our duo uh, became a thing is just we were both playing a solo act, mm -hmm. uh, and th we were booking all these like two-hour sets that we didn't individually have enough music to play. Oh, okay. So we would call the other person and be like, hey, do you want to split this show at you know Finnegan's or whatever with me? And uh, uh, they would bill us... Well, I just remember one poster. I, I was performing under like a stage name at that point. Ooh. The Peasant Dramatic was what I was called. Whoa. Exactly. And uh, they, but they billed us at one time as Laura Heberlin and the Peasant Dramatic. And I knew that that sounded like a unit. That sounded like I was her oh, backing yeah. band. But it wasn't. It was two separate acts. Yeah. So, so the answer to your question is no, it's never been anything but Cricket Blue. Okay. Cool. I tried to convince Taylor that we should be called the Blue-Eyed Kentucky Wilsons. Why she did. That part's not a joke. That was on the table. Why, uh, why did you decide not to do that? Taylor, so I think it's a it mouthful, speaks for maybe. itself. <laughs> maybe it doesn't work for this particular band, but maybe in a I think it would make people think we're even more bluegrass than we're not. You know what I mean? Sure, like People yeah. already think already Cricket Blue, Blue is a bluegrass yeah. band. Um, so that, that would have exacerbated that problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I love the arrangements on these songs. I mean... Uh, there's a certain degree of intricacy to the arrangements of your duo guitar pieces, but how did that work into this arrangement? Do you do you do the arrangements or do you? Yeah. Oh, they they're great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, give a round of applause to these arrangements for the string. Um, uh, do you guys do you guys ever give them notes like uh, that doesn't work or? Very few. Okay. We constantly ask for notes because sure. they've been doing this way longer than we have. But. <laughs> right. There was one time yeah. that Laura was being really nice about an arrangement that I, I had written. And she's like, you know, like, I can make it work, but um, <laughs> this, this note is about an octave lower than my viola can play. <laughs> but we fixed it. Good. It was, it was a leftover. Save the day. Note. Yep. Um, so uh, what is the, uh, how's the arranging process work for the two of you? Is it something that you work on together? The arranging we mostly do separately. Um, sort of just like whoever's song it is sure. gets to do the arrangement for that song. Do you mostly write separately too? Is it like one person's song that gets adapted to the, to the duo? Well, we, um, we write completely separately because writing together uh, would be very scary. Um, but we're trying to get into the habit of um, giving each other songs that are like 80% done, that we don't really like all of the words, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then like doing the revision process then. Sure. Um, I found that really helpful to get Laura to critique my song before I've become really attached to it. Yeah. In the past, you know, we would treat our songs as our little babies, and only when they were pristine would we share them with the other person. Which is counterproductive in some ways, I think. Yeah, that's so, nice yeah. that you have the that you're comfortable enough at this point to share an unfinished product. Four years in, we yeah. finally are <laughs> you comfortable made it. enough. Good job. 
Um, so you said that you're working on recording, again, in our pre-interview. That was very extensive. Uh, <laughs> give it up for pre-interviews, everybody. Hey. Uh, or don't, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but so you're working on recording, but that's off in the future. But it looks like you do have some material here for sale at the merch table. We certainly do. Thanks for bringing that up, Patty. No problem. We have some very soft T-shirts and some very functional tote bags and free stickers plus five dollar CDs. Yeah, we have an old EP that we're selling, okay. and uh, and a new album in the works. Cool. Uh, is there anything else that you would like the people to know? you play more songs oh gosh is there anything people should know it doesn't even have to be about us is there just anything you've learned lately that like you feel like everyone should know oh that's that's a tall order no oh that's a great question so someone asked why is it scary to write together um i think for us it's because our writing processes are pretty different um like, if we were writing together, what would happen is I would just brainstorm and spout tons and tons of ideas, because my way of doing things is just, like, get a bunch of stuff down and then prune it. And I think Laura's and is much I'd more meticulous. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess that's fine. Laura's like a slow, precision jet of water that just, like, <laughs> does what it's supposed to do. And I'm like, whoosh, here's a bunch of words, and then I cut most of them. Are you okay so. with that description, Laura? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's hear it one more time for Crick of Blue, and we'll hear some more songs. Thanks so much. Uh, it, it's actually at that point where I should say you're listening to WOMMLP Burlington. This is Rock Shop Live. Take it away. All right, this is a waltz, so those of you who are waiting for that, here it is.
Thank you. Thanks, we're gonna do one more. We really, really appreciate y'all being here. We hope you've had a good night. And we have, we have a few people to thank. First of all, you guys for, for all your wolf howling. And then also Arts Riot and Patty Reagan and um, RETN and Big Heavy World. Am I missing anybody? And The Radiator and Rocket Shop. Wow. Those are all the words associated with tonight. Yes. What's that? A special number? Tonight's lucky number is 17. This next song is um, cribbed from the Old Testament, largely, from the Book of Psalms. Um, it's about feeling stuck and unproductive. That feels really clinical. It's not, like, it's not like being unproductive at work. It's like, oh my goodness, nothing I do has any like permanent consequence. <laughs> I literally don't produce. All right. Look like what is a poverty? 
feel so tired, my comfort setting And all things wild must go to bed The paint gone dry, the yeast all dead My tongue cling to my mouth Oh, Jerusalem Would you know me now? All these house plants Growing flowers Are they bad? These dogs who've lost their mothers Still they're glad Are they bad? Keep it going for Cricket Blue. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks so much for coming and listening, everybody. You're a really great crowd. Uh, keep an eye out at retn.org for the video of this and uh, the radiator for the recording of it. And we're going to be taking a couple of these songs and adding them to our other Rocket Shop Live shows to press a vinyl at uh, Burlington Record Plant. And that'll be released at Art Hop this year. So. Uh, thanks again for coming. Let's give it up to Cricket Blue and Francesca Blanchard. Feel free to stick around and hang out for a little bit. Have a good night. <laughs>